Scott Joplin the entertainer. Scott Joplin's the entertainer. Scott Joplin's the entertainer, 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 entertainer. Welcome to Sync Void, the podcast where we watch every film ever made to see if it syncs up to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and with me is James Barron. Hello, Gareth. It's me, James Barron. I'm here. I enjoyed that intro. It's like, <laughs> I don't know if it was in reference to anything, but I do love Scott Joplin and his song, The Entertainer. Well, it actually was in reference to something, because oh. I don't know if you've seen 1973's The Sting. <gasps> what? I have. But, no way. When did you watch it? Uh, like years ago for the first time. Um, oh. It's like a childhood movie for me. I think my grandparents yeah. introduced me to it. Like a lot. It was like one of the, the like one of the DVDs that they had. Um, yeah. That was like suitable for kids to watch. You know, I think it's like a fairly kid friendly movie. Yeah, there's um, nothing untoward really. Nah, but um, yeah, that's when I first watched it. But also, most recently, I watched it uh, two days ago. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were, were, you, the... were you listening to anything strange while you watched it? Nothing that I wouldn't normally listen to when watching a movie, so... <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only, only the finest magnum opus I can find, you know? <laughs> the closest one to hand. Anyway. Oh, yes. Mm, what did you... Anyway, we'll just dive in. What did you think of The Sting, Gareth? 1973. Sting? Yeah, that film. I bloody loved it. Oh. I... Yeah, I had never seen it. Mm. I think you had tried to show it to me once before because I remembered Kid Twist. Yes. His name? Yep. Great, great Is that character. Is ringing name. a bell? Do you remember like putting it on at any point? I may have put it on like at, uh, yeah, like when we lived together, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't really like this movie. Like it's, yeah, like I say, it's one from my childhood. So mm. there's no doubt I would have tried to put it on at some point, but hey. <laughs> Oh, and I was just batting it away like an ungrateful uh, child. <laughs> it's all right, Gareth. You're one of my boys. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> you always be one of my boys. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed um, it. Um, yeah, yeah. But we, we we've got to dive in. I just want to specify before if you've not seen this thing, this is a movie that definitely can be spoiled. Um, yes. Yeah. So if you. Like, I, I don't never get in a spoiler, spoiler warning before on the show, but I feel like I should for this one. It, like, it's, it's, a, it's a good movie, and you should see yeah. it. And there's yeah. a reason that we're, <laughs> we're saying that there's spoilers. So, spoilers ahead for the show. Because what's your relationship with spoilers? Because often, like, people will spoil a TV show or something. Mm. And I'll be like, oh, that actually has made me more interested in watching it. Like, you mean main character does this or like yeah. this kind of weird thing happens? I've had that happen as well, but it's only ever, like, I'll only ever have that reaction if I haven't, like, been super invested in watching the show to begin with. If it's like, if I was like, it passed me by and someone said something about it that spoiled it, I'd be like, and I'd be like, oh, okay, that, like, maybe is worth a look. That could be cool. Mm. But, um... On the by the same token, like I feel like some things shouldn't be spoiled. You know, there's you shouldn't uh, like if I heard if like if someone had told me the spoilers of the sting, I think I'd probably be upset by that. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, spoilers yeah. ahead. <laughs> and I will say the sting 
as a movie that the second watch is so good because I watched yeah. it without the Floyd and then with the Floyd. Yeah, yeah. And knowing everything that's it's setting up for and like being as in the knowledge as the characters is such a good feeling. It's pretty, yeah, it's definitely a good one for that kind of rewatch. I feel like it's sort of like a proto Ocean's Eleven in a way. Mm. Like in that, like once you know the twist bit of it, like it, you can follow along with like different eyes. Or, yeah similar kind of vibe there's other movies that yeah. are similar but i don't want to like spoil that there's a twist in them which i guess is also <laughs> a spoiler but anyway it, it's neither yeah. here nor there um but yes it like it's definitely good on the rewatch i'm glad you had a, a double good experience with that oh, du- yeah. double plus good with the old floyd the second time around i um i had some weird watches though the first time i did i watched it clean i fell asleep because okay. i was in bed and it was very warm, and this movie is just so lovely. It's like yeah, a warm bath. It's true. It's a very like slow build kind of yeah. following along a fairly simple story. There's no like big, uh, big explosions or crazy events really that happen. Yeah, yeah. You're just fo- following these characters and their plot, and that's yeah, pretty much it. So yeah, fair enough. I don't blame mm. you for that one. It's a very comfortable. That's nothing movie. against it. I've only fallen asleep in movies and TV shows that I want to watch. Oh, interesting. The rest of them, I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to keep my brain occupied enough to like not hmm i don't like hmm. i don't think i've ever fallen asleep in a movie oh, i must no have done. like it, it like movie number four of a movie night or something yeah that's almost yeah i feel like i have but i wouldn't be able to name the movie because i would have been asleep <laughs> i remember i think we you and i saw the tom hardy film legend together did we uh, oh my I god so. i don't remember that at all <laughs> 2015 about the Cray Brothers, is it called Legend? Who's to say? I don't know. But I'd rather I remember, be the sleep. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember, like, not enjoying it and distinctly, like, trying to get comfy enough in the cinema chair to fall asleep. I was oh. like, I can, I can get my money back on a sweet nap. Yeah? And it didn't happen. Dang it. Bloody Legend. Mm. At it again. Mm. But we aren't Take here to the talk- Legend Challenge, listeners. <laughs> can you fall asleep in this? <laughs> I love that energy. Um... But we aren't here to talk about bloody legend, Gareth. No. No. We're here to talk about some legendary performances. Yes. I do remember this trip to legend now. I'm just, I'm coming back, <laughs> it's coming back to my mind. I think we are here to talk about legend. Yeah, never mind. Screw this podcast. Let's just talk yeah. about that, that trip to see legend. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Friday night. I had to post a letter before we went. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's classic Gareth pre-cinema antics. <laughs> Just got this one really weird errand I have to run before we go. I love it. Okay, speaking of one really weird errand. Yeah. So I watch, ready for my Pink Floyd watch. It's Tuesday night. Okay. And I watched my first like entire album run through of this movie mm. while donating blood. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> how did? How? That's bizarre. Where? <sighs> like at like a blood drive somewhere or like? Yeah, at a blood bank at New Zealand Blood. I just um, <sighs> rocked up, you know, answered all the questions, sat down. They plugged me in. I got my laptop out and I just like. Oh wow! Watched forty three minutes of the sting. Sick. Did they have to like? Did you have to explain to anyone what it was that you were doing? Like you? No. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> very confused, like blood nurses there. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. I love that energy. Oh, I'll yeah. keep that in mind for this first playthrough of the of the album. As, yes. As we dive into our discussion. Um. Yes. Yeah, so 
Start movie starts up with um, typically its iconic uh, play of the entertainer, which plays throughout the movie multiple mm. times, and like in general, like the old ragtime jazz here. Uh, but we're getting speak to me, speak to me, speak to Mo. Uh, speak to Mo. Bit of Captain Canada start here. No, um, <laughs> yeah, the entertainer, a uh, great piece of music, and I think it fits the fits the movie really well. If if we yeah. were hearing it. Um, <laughs> But hey, uh, yeah, we can, and the opening titles are all like hand painted, uh, like uh, 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 yeah, the opening the opening title thing is hand painted, but it's all also very seventies at the same time, which is very interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. And I do like that they introduce it like it's a play. We get like the players here at the start with all the main characters appearing on screen. Yeah, super helpful as well. Like- yeah. When I started my re my when I oh, picked up my first watch mm. after waking up, I like watched the opening credits again to be like, right, got it. This right, is here, here are all the characters. Yeah, and it it, yeah. it is actually pretty complicated in terms of like there there are a lot of like moving parts to the story and like a lot of different character names, yes. which are tough to keep track on. The key ones to remember are um, Henry Gondorf, who is uh, Paul Newman's character. Yeah. Um, like master big con artist guy uh johnny hooker who's like we start the film with and is like the up-and-coming con artist guy uh, yeah played robert by redford yeah robert redford and um robert shaw plays uh doyle lonigan who's the baddie in this oh yes yes you may I know was so happy to see him yeah you may know him from jaws uh oh, yes. delivering a fantastic speech and that great guy uh yeah yeah playing like super irish in this in this Mm. movie which is very enjoyable uh but yeah that's the key ones to remember going forward yeah the only error is once you see a character in this named kid twist it's impossible to remember anything (laughs) else you've just heard it's true yeah kid twist steals the show in a lot of ways um but yeah we're we're gonna get to him uh we we get the the setting uh here joliet illinois is when it starts 1936 it's the like the end bit of the Great Depression, I guess. Yeah. So we're between world wars here, um, and yeah, we're in, yeah in the middle of Illinois, um, and we like yeah start the movie out. We're just following some like random people who weren't in the opening credits. We're following like some <laughs> like unknown dude to like a collections agency or something. Yeah. And there's like numbers being shouted around by all these people. And it's all very hectic, and the guy has to, like, deliver some money, is what his job is. He's got, like, $10,000 on him or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's all getting pretty hectic, and then On the Run starts playing as soon as he heads off, and we get this first, like, little con sequence playing out here. Yeah, perfect that it kicks in when the con is on. Yeah, the con is on, baby. I love that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's like a little ro- like fake robbery taking place where um, the there's a guy who's been mugged and another guy who appears to be a bystander who throws the um, a briefcase at him, which is our boy, yeah. our boy Johnny Such Hooker. Cool yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like convinces this guy to like uh, take his money because he needs to make a a drop off. Uh, Luther does the like uh, the black black guy here. Um, but he's, he's like faking like a leg injury effectively. (laughs) Um, yeah, like handing off a package to him and like teaching him to stuff it down his pants. 
which is where the switch of the money occurs yeah bloody clever switch oh yeah and then yeah like the guy runs off like thinking he's made off with like an easy five grand that he's stolen from luther so it turns out like this dude's a baddie like yeah he would have just stolen five thousand dollars from someone who asked like for his help so we don't have to feel that bad that he gets scammed (laughs) (laughs) he also like they really telegraph it because he's like walking into the um into his office and he's like Mm. being really rude to the other people there and like kind of sexist and i was like oh i hope he's not a hero yeah and then oh no the con was yeah he is actually yeah he's like makes some like weird advances to like the um receptionist there and all kinds of stuff yeah could be chalked up to the time period where like and that most men were doing that at the time and that's that, true and that sucks but you know <laughs> yeah. so it goes in 1936 but mm-hmm. um yeah like we, we don't have to feel that bad for him but yeah he figures out that he get he's been conned and we see our boys running away very happy oh yeah uh and we yeah. get the big on the run crash as he kind of like realizes the con was on i'm just gonna keep saying the con is on because you reacted well to it yeah the con was on and yeah <laughs> they got him they got him good uh he's pulling out all these like tissue paper and stuff which is yeah. the like fake money um but yeah uh we get there's like a little scene where they like split up to divide the money later um and yeah the the clocks all go off at that point when they're like just seeing how much money they got they got like ten thousand off this guy yeah. Which, is, it's going to be a problem later. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Hooker doesn't mind at the moment. He takes his share and goes off and he buys a new, fresh new suit. Love this suit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like a, mar- like a maroon or burgundy, like, pinstripe suit. Mm. Very extreme. Um, get some, yeah. Get some gifts for a lady that he's sweet on as yeah. well. Goes down to the strip show to go and see her and give her the, take her out. Now this was when I had to strategically like lower my screen a little <laughs> while I was in the blood um, drive because I was like, oh yeah, oh, like this is like we've discussed, like great for kids, but yeah, it w- does look weird if a guy's just watching this. Yeah, that's blood. kind of fair. There's just like an old timey strip show. <laughs> yeah. It's like I need this to get my blood pressure up so I can donate more blood. Okay, <laughs> that's the blood pumping. <laughs> oh god i hope that's not what what the truth would be jesus um oh no but anyway yeah like uh he's here to see this girl and it's everyone's commenting on his suit like asking if if he's getting married and stuff which is hilarious (laughs) uh because they're not used to him like looking as good as he is yeah um but apparently like this is classic hooker stuff and that like he always blows everything that he gets all at once it's just something that he does it's like part of his character traits i guess yeah because he immediately he takes his his gal out on a date yes crystal um yeah, is her crystal. Name. Mm. he goes down to the like gambling place yeah it's like, just like a dive bar i think it's like yeah. but they've got like a roulette table down there um and yeah he like drops like three thousand dollars on black or, or red, I can't remember. But he, he drops it all <laughs> on one spot anyway. And they're yeah. like, oh shit, we can't take that kind of deal here. But the big heavy comes over and he's like, take it. And he's like, okay. Um, Old then, 1930s Hagrid. Yeah, he's in the background, like, <laughs> wanting, getting greedy for that money. Um, yeah, but oh, yeah. The, the, the bet taker guy, I don't actually know who what the name of the person in charge of a roulette table was called. Like the Dealer? 
I guess, but there's no cards. It doesn't make any sense, right? I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, he's he presses a wee little buzzer button thing under the table that makes it so that he wins the roulette. Yeah. I don't know how they set this up, but he does some. They like... have it as well in um, Leprechaun f- uh, Three, if that's any. Help. Okay, this must just so... be a well-known cheat roulette, apparently, if yeah. it's in multiple movies. But there must be like several switches, right? I guess so. Depending on how they're bet. Yeah, like red or black X yeah. number or whatever. It's just got a whole like keypad underneath of the table <laughs> yeah. with all the different slots. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing. A very complicated mechanism that really Like table. a little uh, Flintstone style octopus that's like, pressing the buttons. And, like, yeah, <laughs> very good. It's like Bill <laughs> Bailey inside the piano in that one episode of Black Books, just doing yes. all the work. Amazing. Um, but yes, anyway. Uh, the girl's very upset that he's blown his entire share. This is like, Fair enough. yeah, this this shitty behavior um, on Hooker's part. He doesn't seem that upset by it, but whatever. Um, she says, uh, "Next time you want to spend fifty dollars on on me, mail it," which is just great dialogue. <laughs> uh, very all, like of the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the there's a lot of really snappy. Um, dialogue in this movie and a lot of it was like researched uh based off what like actual con men and things say like all the slang terms that they use later on that's awesome like calling people the quill like these boys (laughs) need to be the quill like they need to be like top notch i guess like yeah yeah all this stuff was like heavily researched by the director of the film yeah even the names like kid twist is based on a a kid something that's awesome the day Yeah. yeah It's, yeah, it really, really sells the whole, like, you're going into, like, a strange world, you know? Like, you're mm. diving into a, a well-established world. It's cool. Have you been conned? <clears throat> Have I been conned? Um, yeah. Not that I know of, so maybe, but... Um, Ooh. <laughs> I've, I've definitely robbed, but I haven't been conned. Mm. Um, yeah, just, like, muggings and stuff more than anything, but hey. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't That's know. Funny, like, the best like, cons, I've, I've been conned, you don't know if you like... get conned. Yeah. I got the old, um, this is such a Gareth Black. You've been story. conned? So I was buying an iPod Nano. Wait, okay. Yeah, no, I was yeah, buying I'm an here. iPod Nano. <laughs> Have I lost you? Because <laughs> cool young person. <laughs> um, I was buying an iPod Nano um, secondhand and I needed to get cash out and I put my card into an ATM. Mm. This is all ancient stuff. Yeah. Nobody and knows what you're talking about anymore. I couldn't get it out because someone had stuffed a receipt in the ATM oh. thing. Oh, right. Yes. And then this is where I think I might have been, someone might have been trying to layer on the con because someone came up and knew all about it. Like he was like, oh, they've done the old put the receipt in there trick. Right. But then he didn't like send me away or anything. He just like stood with me while I called my bank and canceled the charge. Yeah. That's kind of so, cool like, of that guy. Maybe yeah, he was just like a right. good person, like coming to help you out. He must have been, but like obviously, you know, with a con, you want there to be like some sort of game. That's true. Yeah, like maybe yeah. there was some kind of extended con. He had like a very short window where he could use your card for something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Well, I guess we'll never know. It's the perfect yeah. perfect con is the one where you don't know if you've been conned. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you feel like your life's been made better, but you've actually been conned. Such oh, a good con. Ingenious. Oh, yes. It's just called being a good person, I think. <laughs> Those <laughs> That's people the are, real con. If you get conned into, like, having a better life, <laughs> that's, 
It's just helpful people out there. I like that. Reverse I think next time I help someone, I'm going to pretend I'm conning. Yeah, <laughs> it's got a, him again. It's a great energy. You just start using all kinds of weird slang that they don't yeah. understand. Keep tapping your nose. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, anyway, uh, yes, after this scene plays out, um, uh, good old, uh, what's his name, takes the money to Luther's. Um, yeah. Hooker does. He takes, yeah, he takes the money down to Luther's, the, the, their shares. He splits it with Erie and, and Luther here. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, we get a cut across to, uh, Lonigan's like casino thing. And yeah. we find out this Matola guy, this, the guy from the intro has like been found in some kind of like drinking his, <laughs> like drinking his soul away, you know, in some bar yeah. because he got robbed and is about to like get screwed over. Um, this, this aligns, this cut to the casino and scanning across, it aligns perfectly with the tempo change in Time's vocals, which is really, like, Ah. serene. (laughs) It's like, ooh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lonigan's, like, no nonsense, and he's like, we gotta chase these people down. So he sends some boys after the, after the grifters here. Is this when we meet Lonigan's, uh, henchman? Yes. like, main bodyguard? Yes, his main boy, Floyd, is here. Yeah, in my In my notes... Yeah, that's his name. Um, I've I've mentioned in my notes that he has a crazy face. Um, his like facial features are just so strange looking. He looks great. Like it's a really cool like caricature style face. But man, love him. Good old. Do you good old think Floyd. he looks exactly like Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, a little bit. I think he's got like a little bit like Neil Patrick Harris kind of in him as well. Ah, yeah. got, but he's got like a really big like wide nose as well. Ah, I love him. I love Floyd and what he's all about. And he's just like yeah. he's like one of um Lonigan's like heavies basically, like his second in command guy and so sort of follows him around all the time. So we get a lot of good Floyd just staring down the lens. <laughs> yes. In this movie. So we get a great look at his face and I'm thrilled yeah. thrilled to see him. Great performance. Um Yeah, great face, great performance. That's right. And very good at playing the bass. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Just down down at the dives. Yeah, he's there <laughs> with the boys. <laughs> I doubt he's I like bit... was so obsessed that this was Flea that I looked it up and Flea was only eleven years old at the time, so Oh well. And his father was not an actor. Well, there you go. That's a damn shame. Yeah. It was pre Flea. Pre Flea. Never mind. Alright, uh Great Gig is here. It's starting up as the yeah, he orders them hunted down and killed at over Great Gig beginning, so it's like ooh yeah. things are going bad. Um we see Luther's family here starting up, uh, and they're like Erie and Luther. They're like playing the mahjong, uh, getting the pay from uh, old mate. Uh, what's oh, it's so tricky remembering remembering all these names? Hooker. Um, yeah, yeah. So they're playing mahjong, and the rest of the family like head out to a like late church service thing. They like leave, <laughs> yeah. leave the scene so that they aren't in danger for a future scene. Um, but yeah, Luther's like saying that he's he's got to get out of this business basically you know it's no he's gonna it's yeah he reveals the hooker reveals first that he blew all his money away and he's like oh my god and but luther is like i'm gonna get out i'm gonna get involved in an honest business and in plot terms this is an absolute death sentence <laughs> like, yeah it's, it's it's like two days from retirement kind of stuff here <laughs> 
very one sick. last heist yeah. yeah you know it's it's like oh no i can see where this is going um mm. it's at this point um luther gives uh uh, uh henry gondorf's name to hooker yes. here to go down and see him in chicago if he wants to keep conning people because he's going to need a new partner um yeah and then the money money is starting up and uh snyder rocks up this is like the crooked oh, yes. cop character um he's, yeah. he's here to put the shakedown on hooker because he's found out that he's like gotten this huge amount of money um and yeah so like takes some money from him as like protection i guess it's like typical yeah it's a typical shakedown yeah on um but yeah reveals uh old mate hooker reveals that he gave him counterfeit money and yeah. so Snyder's gonna not be happy with that no, no, no one wants counterfeit money no this money's no good except for and they're still like building their homemade monopoly set yeah <laughs> yeah but they're building it like in the uh quiet place <laughs> i need yeah. more counterfeit money for my for my game um yes uh but yeah, he's not very he's not going to be happy about that so like uh hooker like runs off to because he, if snyder knows about it then he realizes that everybody's going to know about it yes so he's like oh shit i've got to check in on my boy luther um runs into like a payphone like pulls this old ass lady out of the payphone <laughs> yeah. who's furious um yeah uh calls up luther there's no answer at the other end and we're like oh no yeah um poor old eerie gets like beaten by this woman into the payphone which is hilarious <laughs> And she's just like saying like, because it's so good with subtitles because you missed it the first time. She's just saying like, I want, I want my nickel back. Yeah. <laughs> and who doesn't? Red, exactly. hot, red Hot Chili Peppers and Nickelback together again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, she, she just wants her change back from the old phone. Oh, this poor woman. Yeah. Fair enough. She's got small time problems. These boys, they got big time problems. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, unfortunately, by the time that he gets back... Uh, luther's been thrown out the window and is dead yeah we get the descending scale of money when he sees the window yeah very matchy very dramatic yeah these like at the bottom they've obviously roughed him up a bit and yeah it's lying in the street and hooker has to like run away otherwise he's gonna get found out too it's very sad here at the end of money yeah um but yes uh that's the, the the start of this film and then we get our like first like title card thing these starts showing up throughout the movie like breaking the story into like chunks here yeah and so this first one's the setup so it's all like they're all in terms of like the con coming together so this is like the start of the big con for the movie um yeah uh i also want to comment at the at this juncture gareth that uh this movie is set in chicago uh from for the rest of the movie uh chicago illinois and we're getting some like yeah. really really nice like hand painted backdrops for these like uh, big scenes. Right? Yeah, because like yeah. Ob- obviously this movie wasn't filmed in Chicago. It was just like all kind of like back lot of Hollywood, some, yeah, um, kind of stuff. But like yeah, all th- we that means we get these like really really stunningly put together like fake, uh, yeah, painted back backdrops, and they're just gorgeous. They're like mm. there's several throughout the film, and I could I just could watch them all day they're really really nice um yeah just, yeah just wanted to mention that uh so I, like i feel like we've even talked about this on the show but like 
the idea that those get painted and then they just go somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're probably yeah, just like hiding somewhere and like in the yeah. back lots of Hollywood somewhere. Like exactly. Oh, so nice. Maybe hopefully they make their way to a museum or something at some point. You know. Yeah. That's the dream. Um. Yeah. Okay. Back to the plot. Old oh, mate. Uh, yes. <laughs> Hooker is shows up at the combination funhouse whorehouse here. Oh, is that what it also is? Yeah, it's like, downstairs I think they're running like a standard like family friendly funhouse operation. That's why there's like a carousel and like um, various foods on offer on signs and things. So I think that's what happens on the downstairs. But on the upstairs it's like a, yeah, like ladies of the night (laughs) working away up there, you know? I completely miss that, but that does explain all the like scantily dressed ladies riding the (laughs) merry-go-round. Yes. Uh, If you didn't catch that, that would be a very confusing scene. (laughs) But yeah, um, Billy is here, uh, one of the very few like female roles in the movie who absolutely kills it, by the way. She's fantastic as this like um, hostess lady. Yeah. but yeah, she like uh, directs him to directs Hooker to go find Henry, who's like upstairs in his wee like little apartment uh, room, completely passed out down the side of the bed. Yeah, um, I've tucked away nicely. I've a hundred percent done this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like drunk enough that I've fallen out the side of the bed and just woken up on the floor. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, bad times. It's not good. But uh, old mate um, Gondorf does have some handy tricks to get over a hangover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Um, uh, what's his name? Hooker's one. Hooker's solution to a hangover, not very kind. Putting him in the shower with his clothes on. Yeah. Just Gondorf doesn't appreciate it. Keeps like shouting abuse at him. They aren't hitting it off here at the start. But no, like the two friends. Yeah, <laughs> the two friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Hooker, like. Uh, yeah, shoves him in there and is, like, trying to be like, ah, you're a drunk. I already know how to be drunk. <laughs> I can't learn anything <laughs> from you. Um, great line. Yeah, really great. Uh, but uh, Gondor- Gondorf, like, is still, like, getting a sense of how things work. He goes and grabs, like, the biggest chunk of ice. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's, like, huge, like, the size of his face, this piece of <laughs> ice that he just has on call, I guess, for when he goes on these, like, drunken benders. Yeah. But, yeah, he takes it over to the sink and, like, stabs it several times with, like, a fork or something. Or, like, something with prongs, anyway. And then, like, just dunks his face into the ice <laughs> to wake himself up. Oh, amazing. Uh, what an Ice in- would be hard to get in the 1930s, right? Yeah, I would, I would assume so. Like, it would be pretty tough. Uh, probably quite expensive. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, anyway, he needs it to wake himself up. Oh, poor bugger. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, um, what happens next, Gareth? I'm trying to put it together. Yeah, we're meeting the us of the film over us us and them, so that's kind of Yeah, that's, that's pretty something. good. Yeah, we're finding the us. <laughs> um, yes, and then we're going to transition to them. Old Lonigan's playing a Ooh. bit of golf. Yeah. Here he is. Um, he's getting informed of the goings-on, re the grifters. Like, um, he's like, they, we got one of them, like, Luther got killed. And so, informs him of that. He's like, sweet, hunt the rest down. He's like says this like really intense thing about like if they, if this guy finds out that I lose to a grifter, then yeah, uh, my reputation's completely tarnished. He's like cutthroat, ruthless, no nonsense guy, you know. So evil and so like legitimately scary, but so dressed in like lovely yellow golf gear. Yeah, <laughs> very true. 
very mm. dissonant in this part of the film for sure <laughs> he's like a generally like terrifying character i don't think we, we haven't seen right? him like move around yet but like he's got this like crazy limp <laughs> that that he just is like apparently not an ad- affectation like he had yeah. like an actual injury but like yeah. man like it's so weird it's like it really adds to this terrifying angry ass irish man yeah yeah i like you've got to give it to robert shaw that he plays unlikable so well like you don't like him in jaws but you like the character's amazing yeah oh totally he nails this you just like you want him to lose you do and it runs in the family because his grandson played an incredibly unlikable character he played artemis fowl in the new artemis fowl oh damn that sucks oh yeah that's such a shame i really wanted that movie to be good because those those are really good books but like it was set up to fail they'd like so they had the same kind of thing as like legend of the sword i guess or or like speed racer and that they just like development hell kind of messing with the script and like oh came together terribly unfortunately yeah i'm not allowed to talk about um artemis fell in the house anymore because i got too mad oh no i got too grumpy oh we better move on then um <laughs> we're gonna cut back to gondorf he's like uh he runs the carousel downstairs that's his like low-key job here he's yeah. in hiding for like a cry uh, a grift that went wrong earlier um mm. and so yeah he's running this carousel this so that means we get some really sweet like spinning shots of the carousel in operation and things like that throughout the movie um, yeah unfortunately i didn't find any of them really worked with the pink floyd Nah, it doesn't carousel music doesn't really align with what <laughs> pink floyd's trying to trying to put across no. <laughs> very good point if it was in slow motion i feel like we could get there yeah but unfortunately not not at the time slow motion would have been a bit jarring i think for a like 1970s film as well anyway but hey. yeah um, one day we'll watch a whole film at half speed to see if it sinks but that's not right now wow all right <laughs> i guess we can sign on for that one <laughs> hopefully a short film man yeah it's like gonna be like four hours otherwise it's oh, a lot of floyd four hours of like draining movement that's, uh, that's like up <laughs> oh yeah we'll maybe watch speed racer in slow motion that might be interesting yeah mm. Mm. Uh, do but... you think our audience would want another like yeah. two hours of speed racer i don't know you tell us, audience. Get at us on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, anyway, uh, Gondorf's like he's trying to. Well, Hook is trying to convince him to like get him in on a, a on a big con. He wants to do the big con on on Lonigan, get his own yeah. back for revenge. And he delivers. He says a great line here. He says, "I don't know enough about killing to kill him." So he yeah, like yeah, I like that line a lot. Yeah, he wants to like use his skills. You know. He wants to get revenge, and the only way that he knows how to do that is through a con. So, here we are. Um, mm. Anyway, Gondorf uh, signs on. He's like, he knows it's going to be bloody tricky, because he says that it has to be the kind of con where he doesn't even know he's been conned, like we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. This is, like, vital to the craziness that goes on in this film, but it's, like, mentioned in this one, like, throwaway line. Yeah. You know? you just you forget i think like because they don't really dwell on it but like the point is that like he can't know that he's been tricked and out of money you know it's crazy yeah in order to orchestrate that it's going to be really really tough but anyway oh, yeah. gondorf's into it he's going to do it he says that he can assemble like a small army of people to help because they all want to help um after luther got killed which is quite sweet 
Yeah, um, and it's a legit army of people. Like, yeah, it's like a, they get a fuck ton of people. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, this, I want to know what everyone's take is. Yeah, it'd be pretty interesting. Well, it's like they get like a lot of money in the end. So, like yeah, in, in 1936 money, it's pretty insane. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I imagine it's like all worked out ahead of time. So mm. yeah, the uh, Sting Two is just the contract negotiations. <laughs> Oh yeah, there is a sequel to the Sting. T- the Sting. I've never seen it. No way. Yeah, there is a Sting two that was made, Ooh. but yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, don't know sting anything two, about sting it. Sting two, Sting harder. Oh god. The sharpest. Sting two, sting. stung. That sounds good. <laughs> stung. <laughs> it's got uh, Sting from the police in it. Um, <laughs> that's not true. Uh, so yeah. like. There's a character later, or I guess she's been introduced in this opening credits. Yeah. Who I was certain, again, with my one of my fool's errands. Sure. I was certain this was Meryl Streep. Oh. And so I was like, oh, it's gotta be. So I again looked this up. Is this um, the, the waitress character, the, uh, the yes. Reddit? Yeah. And she does have kind of a Meryl Streep or like, I kind of got like a Cher vibe as well. Yes. Uh, that's but, more right. Yeah. She, yeah. She's gorgeous and fantastic in the movie as well. But um, yeah. Yeah. All I got, though, was photos of her hanging out with Sting from the police, and it made me laugh so hard, the idea of calling him Busting. <laughs> yes, that's the only way we're going to refer to him now. Yes. The Sting. There he is. He'll uh, come up. The Sting, you I'm know, sure. from the police. Oh, the Sting yeah. from police? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote the song, The Roxanne. The Roxanne, you know. It's great. The Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, we like this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, yeah. We're heavily invested. Uh, anyway, yeah. Godnorth's going to get the team together. And we so we have like a little uh, Guy Ritchie-ass montage now of um, Hooker. Like, he gets like a makeover. Of, like yes. Gets a new suit. Get, he's like being a creeper with the like uh, the little nail salon person here. Because it's 1936. Mm. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, we transition into any colour you like over the sequence. And like... Then, like, hook it, the, uh, Gondorf's going around, like, assembling the team of people for putting together this operation. And he's doing the, like, most obvious nose-touching <laughs> yeah. ever. It's so cartoon and funny as fuck. I love it. It's, like, just, yeah, he's tapping his nose. And, yeah. And, and, like, banks and things. <laughs> oh. The bank teller who, like, sees him and freaks out and just closes like, his bank yep. and walks I'm Sorry, out. I have to go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm required for the sting at once. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, yeah, I wish like more of this happened in films. It's just so silly. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, uh, there's going to be like a big meeting with all these guys, and so uh, Hooker puts like a wee tab of paper inside his door so that he knows if anyone will go in uh, while mm. he while he's absent. I've done this. Um, oh, really? Yeah, to check if someone was like an ex flatmate was going into my room. I used Whoa. this knowledge from the sting and found out Whoa. that indeed people were going into my room. Whoa. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question about this off mic. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, there you go. Paying off the sting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're having the meeting now and they're figuring out like all this information about him, like what Lonigan's, what his interests are, what he does. Uh, we basically trying to figure out where they can hit him, you know? Yeah. Where are his weak points? Mm. Um, and, uh, Kid Twist is here. 
He's, this oh, is yes. his first scene. He's he offers up the the two guys. He shows these uh, two like pictures of um, the guys that killed Luther and hands them over to um, Hooker here. I don't think this comes back, but I think it's like these are the guys to like watch out for. If you see these guys around, yeah. like look out. Um, oh no, because these guys both turn up again after Hooker, like looking for him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so they, yeah. they do like they are on on hunting for him. So. Yeah, but it's yeah. Just, it's cool that Kid Twist like knows exactly who they are like yes, through through yeah. this like research and stuff that they've done. Uh, yeah, they talk about yeah how Lonigan's like very vindictive and like scary as hell. He's already killed the the guy who got scammed in the intro. Um, yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> Poor guy. It's like hmm. honest mistake. He just got grifted and then like yeah yeah damn sucks. It couldn't have happened to a nicer sexist. Yep. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's all that. That's all the decency you get on this podcast. We're going to move right on. Um, <laughs> buddy Snyder, sneaky Snyder, is showing up in the bar as well. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. So this is uh, the end of the first playthrough, right? It is. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Yes. We're wrapping up as he's showing up. Um, so, do you want to feel incredibly worried about me? Okay. What What have this, you done? Exactly when the album ended was when my blood donation ended. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Have you, as your body sinks with Pink Floyd's yeah, Dark Side of so. the Moon, is that what the next episode is? <laughs> Just oh. Gareth's, like, motor functions? <laughs> Do they sync with uh, Dark Side of the Moon? Find out after the break. Um, We've hired, like, damn, a team dude. of crack That's impressive. to watch me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll never know, though. It's part of the con. I'm just trying to look after you, Gareth. <laughs> Oh, at least I'm your boy. Um, yeah. And we also kind of, the boys. album ends on Kid Twist kind of like raising his eyebrows to go like, hm, how about that album? Yeah. How about that? Crazy. He's, he's got a lot of good eyebrow game, Kid Twist. He's yes. very expressive face as well. Like, yeah. big uh, Colonel Sanders energy. I love him. Um, <laughs> very great. Uh, but yeah, Snyder's, Snyder's here. He's showing up at the at the house and he's like, Wanting to look around for Hooker. He sniffed them out here to Chicago. It's like... Yeah. Crazy. It's hot on the trail. But yeah, um, Billy, the uh, the owner and proprietor of this establishment, uh, deflects him with some, with some like snazzy line about the chief of police being here. Which is pretty yes. funny. Like, you know, if you search all the rooms, you run into the chief of police. No. <laughs> Don't want to get in trouble with him. Uh, but yeah, that like gets him off the scent, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so too spooked yeah we cut back to the meeting and the the gang has decided to like they've got to like hook lonigan into their like scheme and so mm. they like are gonna do this like poker game on board a train um it's also revealed that lonigan so cheats good. at this poker game which is going to yeah. be used to great effect as well um and gondorf is like stoked for this <laughs> which because he gets to have like his great scene in this movie so yeah i'm I'm well on board with this um yeah when your two hobbies come together like that you gotta love it yeah they also name the the con that they're gonna pull on him which is called the wire which is apparently like an actual con that happened um yeah yeah like this was like played on people which is pretty interesting um but yeah, it's like apparently like ten years old at this point in the film, and but like that's why he's not going to know that it's a con because like no yes. one's done it in ages, which is kind of kind of funny. So my question about the wire: so the wire works like 
you announce the winners or you announce a horse race slightly later yeah to give people uh the chance to bet on someone who already won yes and they're double doing it and that they're going to feed him slightly wrong information Kind like, were the horse races real? The horse races are real, yeah. Like, they have, okay. they get this, like, machine thing in that, like, um, uh, like, reads out all the horse races, like a ticker tape kind of thing, which they would actually use, like, at a real bookies and things. But, oh, yeah. like, they hold that information for as long as they need to, to, like, pull the con off, basically. So that, yeah. like, if, um, uh, Gondorf, like, well, not Gondorf, uh, Lonigan read the paper the next day he would see that these races were real and like the outcomes okay. of those races and things like that yeah so yeah i forgot about the paper yeah i yeah. was like well you can't check the can't check the internet yeah that's what like um jj is doing in that room he's like checking through that like crazy machine and reading yes. out all the numbers and stuff that must be like the most stressful part of the whole thing i would yeah, say right? yeah oh my god it's incredible um but we're gonna get there what role would you want to play in the wire in the wire oh i would want i want to be like what eerie's doing his like one of the like mm. the fucking like players in this room it's just like big community theater yes. in there. it's very fun <laughs> like we're jumping ahead but there's the best like old man auditioning and he puts oh, on his little fake beard and everything i love that guy he's, he's so, so good so good the kindest old man to be yeah. like an old con man <laughs> and he's like so excited when he gets his chance to act in front of lonigan oh i love it yeah oh. he makes his wee cameo as one of the yeah. one of the big high rollers here oh what a great guy but yes oh. before that we get another title card gareth that's the hook and we get like oh. a big picture of a, the steam train here um yes we're gonna we gotta get lonigan on the hook before we can get to the sting all right oh yes yes um yeah we're like checking and the at this part we before we get to the train though we've got to check out like the warehouse and everything where this is where the big the sting is going to happen they like book this whole room and turn it into like a fake bookies yeah again the effort and money this is like oh yeah hands pranks it's a big con man this is the big con they get like they put in a huge amount of money to make they to make an insane amount of money you know oh yeah yeah so they're like i think kid twist is like bankrolling this whole thing like he because he's the one talking to eddie here going around like Mm. it's like i'm gonna need like a room across the across the street that i can watch everything happening as well and that's how, like, they're going to know that Lonigan's coming. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's very complicated. Oh, uh, yes. But, yeah. Um, yes. And then we get uh, Gondorf and Hooker are, like, boarding the train. And they, they like, bribe the conductor so that they can get into the poker game. Not super important, but, like, yeah. <laughs> this, it's uh, a fun scene, though. Like, that'll get you on the um, on the bench. And yeah. And slightly more. It's like, okay. Yeah, first, first alternate. All right i'll take you on yeah pretty good um but yeah uh yes and then we go to the like con man bar <laughs> yes we've got to gather up some boys for this con they're like the players as we were talking about they're they're all here chilling in the bar eerie's here as well um everyone's yeah the the boss man says everyone's pretty keen to help out because luther has been killed and they're like already like raising money for that family to like get them through which is very sweet it like brings this yeah. like this camaraderie to these con men which is quite nice um yeah do you think that was accurate do you think the con men of the time were i don't uh, know i don't think so i think it's probably nah. being pl- painted in a far kinder light than than it actually was but who's to say um mm. 
Bloody Snyder shows up again. He's here at the bar. He's found out where Eerie is and, like, roughs him up. Like, slams his face into the desk. Messed up. Um, He's walking around like he um, can hear Pink Floyd playing, but we know. We know Pink Floyd wouldn't play for him. No. I don't... Yeah, they wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) They wouldn't play for you, Snyder, you bastard. Get out of here. He's listening to, like, off-brand middies. Like, <laughs> yeah. anything that he can get his grubby paws on down at the station. <laughs> ah, get out of here, Ugh. Snyder. Um, but yes, uh, I just... My next note is um, just the crazy names of all these con men, Gareth. Because yes. I, I caught them all because they're Thank so you. good. Thank you. I was trying to catch them. I, like, I went back especially to grab these because they're just... I just love dumb names. They're so fun. Yeah. Okay, so we've got Horseface Lee... Uh, Slim Miller, Suitcase Murphy, The Big Alabama, <laughs> uh, Crying Jonesy, The Boon Kids, oh, no. Dippy Burke, and and Limehouse Chappy. Oh. Those are those are the available common. He says these are the ones just in the bar. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. And it's so good, like the names in this film, because then later the horses are named. I wrote these down. Mm. Bubblesome. Yep. Lady Higloss. <laughs> Barbara A. Yep. And Peerless Pal. Amazing. There's very little se- like separation between these horse names and these <laughs> conmen names. Yeah. It's great stuff. Oh. Oh man. What would your conman name be? If Ooh. It, if you if you were gun to your head, if you were a part of a con, what would you be what was you what would you choose if you could I like the ones that are named after like body parts. Okay. Like, if it was called fingers that would imply I'm real good at stealing, which I don't think I would be. Okay. Probably like elbows. <laughs> elbows elbows blackler. Yeah. All elbows right. McGlinty or something. What about you? I wanna be I'll be eyebrows. Ooh, <laughs> eyebrows yeah. Baron. Elbows, elbows, Blackler, and eyebrows, Baron. Perfect. And we're, we're like Two a, friends. We're, we're like a duo that come. We are a package deal. Yeah. Elbows and eyebrows. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Um. Uh-huh. Anyway, cut back to the train now. We're like <laughs> back to the plot. Uh, Gondorf's like getting ready to cheat. He gets like a fake dick that he can use and like rub some gin on his face. <laughs> yeah. To pretend that he's drunk. Um. This is a pretty sweet trick. He, like, empties out half the gin bottle and fills it up with water so that he can pretend that he's, like, smashed and keep yeah. drinking at the time as well. It's, like, some classic, like, poker-playing stuff where you pretend to be, like, way off your guard and then have great hands and play yeah. really well. Yeah. Pretty smart. Oh, yeah. But, yes, we're back. Uh, on the Run is uh, starts playing as Billy swipes Lonigan's wallet. As he's going oh, yeah. in, um, here like which is all part of the plan. Um, they use his own money to bet in this poker game, which is just such a cheeky little so thing. So smart, yeah. So good. Um, yeah, and then yeah, he's showing off some like fancy little card tricks and things that he's got as well. Yeah, killing it really to on the run with those hand tricks. Yeah, loving that. Very good. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh. Gondorf, like, then he walks into the poker game as Shaw. So I'm going to refer to him as Shaw for the remainder of the scene. Okay. Because that's his... That's tough because he's acting against Robert Shaw, but, you know. Yeah, that is complicated. Um, well, may, I may as well just keep calling him Gondorf. I don't know. But he, he's 
his alter ego here is Shaw, and later on, Hooker's alter ego is Kelly. Um, yeah. For for the Sting, the operation here. Um, yes. Gosh, it's confusing because the actor's alter ego for the Sting, the movie. Oh such my such god! Such. Then, I'm oh. playing the guy, playing the other guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo! Um, but yeah, he shows up at shows up at the card table right as the clocks go off as well, which is very nice. Yeah. Um. And in the background, the wire part of the plan is still going on. There's like the the bookies are being put together, and the, the kid twist is doing the interviews. And this is where we see your favorite bearded man. <laughs> his specialty is an Englishman. Yes, <laughs> he like strokes his mustache as he says it. What a guy! Aww. Oh my god, I love it. And like Erie shows up as well, and he's just like, oh, well, I just want to help out because Luther was my boy. Mm. and i kid twisted saw the whole thing go down um because he was at the bar he was like you got moxie kid get him grab a suit get him yeah. on it's so good kid twist is even supplying their suits what a like what a baller what a guy so good i want to know i want to know kid, kid twist i want to get to know him yeah. <laughs> get again on his good side uh yeah so bloody gondorf he starts uh cleaning up at the poker table um, yeah taking these boys down and being incredibly rude the whole time like yes keeps getting lonigan's name wrong he gets everyone's name wrong but lonigan's yeah. like getting fucking furious yes um he like swipes his gin out of his hand after losing um one of the poker hands as well yeah it's just like a bit sketchy because if like uh lonigan has a sip of that gin he knows he's gonna be like oh he's cheating or like mm. he's not as drunk as he says he is or whatever um but anyway, uh, yeah, he's like pushing, Gondorf's like pushing people out of this game. And so Longorn, they like, uh, oh my God, I just said his name, Lonigan, <laughs> so badly yeah. there. Oh, Gondorf Lonigan. Um, Lonigan, he like plans to like cheat him out of the game with one hand and like a, a stacked deck here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we cut back to the game and we see the player's hands here. So that yes. we, like, add, the whole hand plays out. Like, Gondorf's got four threes. Lonigan's got four nines. So he has him beat. And so, like, he bids him up like crazy. But Gondorf, like, cheats in the background when we aren't looking and has four jacks all of a sudden and wins the hand. Yes. Yeah. Like, counter cheats. So good. Um, and, yeah. and, like, little Floyd does a, like, perfect little gasp in time. <laughs> with the soft, like, ooh. He does. He's like, ooh. <laughs> oh sweet little floyd this is yeah, yeah. his best moment because we just see his shocked wee face oh, he's wow. such a good little little chap <laughs> but yeah lonigan can't like accuse him of cheating here in the moment because he was cheating himself so yeah if it like if it gets found out that he had a stacked deck then like the whole poker game's forfeit and that would like ruin his reputation so he can't do that oh, yeah. um but yeah, um, so Lonigan's like, ah, oh, fuck, okay, I guess I've got to pay him. And then he realizes his wallet's been stolen. Mm. <laughs> and so it's like, uh, Gondorf, like, slags him off for that. And, like, he says, he sends someone to his room to collect the money in five minutes. And this turns out to be Hooker as Kelly here. Yeah. Um, and this is the where the real hook comes in. He, like... Kelly's like sympathetic to him and is saying that he wants to take over to take over um Shaw's operation. He's got like a he's got a plan to get rid of this guy and you'll be able to get your money back as well, you know. Sounds too good to be true, but hey. <laughs> hey. I guess anyway, you get him when he's he bit falls down for it. He's, he's on the like, hook. Yeah. He's got pride. Yeah, he's like, like pride fuck, man. 
yeah oh big time that's what they're playing into like his anger in the moment and like yeah. the pride he wants to get this guy back as soon as possible you know yeah anyway uh yes yeah, so poor kelly like they don't even have to return his money because he's like i oh, he took the money i can't give it back to you what am i gonna do <laughs> and so yeah it's pretty smart so they make off with his money that's like a quick clean robbery at the start as yeah. well funding the sting operation against him as well pretty good yeah um, oh my gosh yeah so anyway he's they hook him they get him and he's gonna meet with hooker and like i was like i'm gonna take you home i'm gonna and like lonigan's catchphrase throughout the movie is you follow <laughs> which is very strange he says yes, it multiple yeah. times and it's not overly threatening but he says it a lot <laughs> It's, it's pretty... Oh, he probably thinks it's way more threatening than it is. <laughs> you follow? <laughs> you follow? <laughs> uh, pretty fun. But yeah, um, so they he returns home, Hooker, Hooker goes home, and he sees that the little tab that he put in his door has fallen yeah. out. He's like, ah, oh, shit! And that means that there's hitmen in his house, and they chase him chase him out into the street, where he gets away by like holding on to like, the weirdest vehicle I've ever seen. <laughs> It's like a 1930s street cleaner, right? I think so, yeah. I think that's what this is. Because it's like yeah. middle of the night kind of thing. And But yeah, it's very odd looking. And he just like clings onto the side of it like a limpet. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's how he gets away. Very comedic. It's like a perfect him size. <laughs> yeah, it really is. He's barely hidden. Um, and, yeah. and we see like the, the hitman looking around like, Where'd he go? Where'd he go? I can't get him. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um but yeah, we, then we, we're back to the fake bookies at the end of this sequence. And he's like, Hooker's like, yeah, it was all good. Went off without a hit. She doesn't reveal that, like, hitmen are after him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next uh, title card appears, The Tale, which is one that I, like, always forget here. This is like, they mm. spin, like, a yarn to Lonigan, I guess, to, like, keep him on the hook and get him involved. So they've got to prove that this scam that he's involved in works one time. So that he'll believe yeah. it and we'll put in more money, I guess, is the idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's like really pissed. Lonigan's really pissed that the real hooker got away because he doesn't know that Kelly is hooker. And so he's like, ah, I'll send my best assassin, Salino, to, to deal with it. And the guy, <laughs> the guy that he's talking to is like, really? Do you want to do that? And he's like, <laughs> all right. Yes, yes. Don't question my authority. Now give, yes. give me the books <laughs> the scene starts with my favorite thing as well where the guy who like runs the books stands up to shake lonigan's hand and lonigan just ignores him yeah <laughs> so good uh, he's such a bastard such a yeah. ba- put him right at the top of the baddie board whoa he's, he, i'll agree yeah he's he's almost obscuring the letters in baddie <laughs> he's right up there um in fact, let's make let's get photos of him and cut the letters out so all the letters of baddie board are made of Lonigan's face. Oh wow, he is the baddie yeah. in baddie board. I like that. A yeah. Lot. Wow. Damn. As baddie as it gets. Oh yeah. Shoutouts to you, Robert Shaw, um, for crushing it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sending Salino on it, who we don't know who they are, but um, yeah. Uh, we're getting us and them now as we like pan up to the stakeout apartment above the drugstore where this meeting is going to happen mm. um uh people are like getting the fake bookies the fake bookies is like in full operation here um they're all putting on their false beards and shit 
As, as... Which weird that they've done that here. They could have done it at home, and then there's not like false beard bags. Around, <laughs> but you know, yes, they're all in their briefcases, just like false beard glue <laughs> and things like that. It's like a... what if Lonigan gets too excited and knocks over someone's briefcase, and a bunch of mustaches falls out. <laughs> I'm a moustache salesman. It's, yeah, it's, I can explain. It's tough here in the Great Depression. People are selling their moustaches to make a bit of coin. <laughs> All right. Oh, yep. You've covered for it. Yeah, there you go. It's tough. Uh, they're like yeah. two pays, but for your face. Um, I've got it covered. Um, yeah, like there's a very sweet scene where our favorite old man like hands um, Eerie some like makeup for his like fucked up nose. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. I hope that Eerie, like, just, like, this is his role from now on. He's just doing this, like, community theatre part of the grift. Yes. He's kind of the opposite of the old man as he's like, gets into the acting and goes legitimate as opposed to gets into acting and plays an Englishman in the cons. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my hope for Eerie. He gets out yeah. in that way. Yeah. Uh, that's so good. Um, anyway, yes. Uh, they... Uh, there's the meetup that happens um here we can like see the whole thing play out right um uh what's his name hooker like says to lonigan like explains what's going to happen like gives him a call he was going to receive a call in the drugstore and then he has to go and place it place a bet down at um shaw's place and then yeah and the the race is a sure thing and he'll get the money and you'll see yeah and so all that plays out um as soon as uh, Lonigan starts walking towards uh, the place to place a bet, uh, Kid Twist is up in the apartment and presses a wee button to warn them that they're coming. Um, mm. And, like, that's when JJ starts reading out all the stuff on his little ticker tape machine thing, like, pretending to be the, like, radio announcer, I guess, for the races. And, like, yeah. yeah. I love that after he's done this, he, like, collapses in exhaustion. Oh, my God, yeah. It's, like, he's, like, flat out. This is definitely not what he's used to. He's, like, a, a yeah. regular con man, I guess. But, like, yeah, he's just... This is his his part. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, like, everyone just sort of relaxes when this whole thing is over. It's pretty fun. Um, mm. But, yeah, the, it goes smooth as butter, basically. Um, oh, yeah. Got, like, Lonigan does sit next to... Um, eerie and freaks him out <laughs> because eerie like is so sure that lonigan's like gonna know who he is and he yeah. does this like really weird bit of acting <laughs> oh it's very fun but besides that like um yeah it goes off without a hitch the bet's successful um and uh gondorf uh comes out from behind the like his little screen or whatever to like run the guards and lonigan out of there he's like you brought your goons here you're gross he's being like still being like a complete dick to like play up yeah. his end of the of the um of the operation here um yeah oh yeah like antagonizing him intentionally mm. um but yeah uh yeah so it all goes well and they all like re relax after they get out of there uh the next bit is like uh hooker like explaining the plan to lonigan like the that he wants to bet like a huge amount of money um and like i think he doesn't have it yet but he'll get it uh effectively he's like baiting the trap being like this is the amount of money that i'm gonna need later from you mm. <laughs> like <laughs> to like pull this off um pretty smart yeah, yeah like explains like the western union side of this plane plan which is where the uh the bits are like relayed through um the like telegraph office basically 
Mm. Yeah, so we discussed the, like, delay that they can just take advantage of. Yeah, which is, like, actually what they're doing, which is pretty clever. Like, it's yeah. it's it's a real part, but they he doesn't know that it's even further delayed that, like, he's getting played at the same time. Like, Lonigan yeah. is. Yeah, pretty clever. Um, But, unfortunately, Lonigan's like, I want to meet your partner. I've got to meet this, like, Western Union guy if I'm going to be part of this plan. Which, like, really complicates things. <laughs> Oh, yes. now they need to pull, like, a Western Union person out of nowhere, which is pretty tricky. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, bloody brain damage is starting up as we see, like, someone with black gloves in a, in a car. Yes. Who's, like, tailing Hooker. Who is this sinister black-gloved person, Gareth? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Customer. Where, or time yeah, will it's tell. It's so, like, old movie that there's just a mm. hand, like, unseen hands. Unseen person with seen hands. Yeah, man. It's so scary. Like, there's like it like does like a weird like there's like a circle wipe on his hands, you know. Yeah. As we cut Every to the next scene. Them. Yeah. There's a lot of like these great circular transitions. It's, I don't know like the official term for that, but it's like it is a no, wipe, never. right? Um, yeah. Yeah. We're gonna call it that. Iris. Ooh. Iris wipe. <laughs> An iris wipe. Yeah. Yeah. This show is sponsored by Iris Wipes. <laughs> Make sure your eyes are clean. Edit your film. Or, yeah, clean your eyes. <laughs> Very important. Um, <laughs> but yes, after this, uh, bloody Snyder, he finds Hooker. He catches him and like shoves his arm through like a, a like window of a payphone. Um, yeah. And then there's a really fun chase sequence through the Chicago uh, railroads here. The L roads. Yes. Some parkour, some yeah. everything. <laughs> Bit of parkour in this film, yeah. He, like, runs <laughs> up on the, like, roofs of things. Very fun. Um, all this is fake as well. This is, like, it's all done on a back lot, I'm pretty sure. It's, it's like, really, oh, really yeah. cool. A um, lot of work going into these old movies. Uh, yes. Yeah, really sells it. It feels like Chicago. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Uh, they he gets away thankfully hooker and then like runs back to gondorf and tells him the whole thing he's like why didn't you tell me that this guy was after you and like it could ruin the whole plan and so this scene awkwardly ends with gondorf being like no we're gonna have to do something about that and then it's just like it's like (laughs) okay cool i I guess he does yeah well i guess um Uh, then we've got the next title card, The Wire, here, which is, uh, the name of the, the con, I guess. Yeah. Um. I was like, excuse me, we're syncing it to Pink Floyd, not Haim. <laughs> and everyone laughed. Oh. Um. Shout out to Haim. Yeah. Great, great bunch of lasses. Um. Great band. Yeah. We're getting, yeah, Eclipse, end of playthrough two here, as, um, Hooker <sighs> is at a diner and meets the waitress character that we we're talking about before loretta yeah fake meryl streep yeah here she loretta. is she's great um <laughs> yeah and then like playthrough three starts up over this really fun western union plan that kid twist yes. has come up with yeah kid twist and jj show up as like fake painters and have like forged the signature of someone higher up in the western union and have like uh got going to paint this guy's office out of nowhere yeah it's so good. And then, yeah, so they usher this guy out of this office so that they can paint it. And then Kid Twist, like, takes his painter uniform off and has a full suit on. <laughs> and is, they put out, like, a fake photo of Kid Twist and, like, some family. 
on yeah. the desk. Like, Which, like, Lonergan doesn't see. Doesn't even look at. It's such a, like, sweet little detail that's put into this, yeah. though. They, like, move a bunch of things <laughs> that could, like, give it away, give the, like, whole thing away. Because he's only going to see this office for, like, the shortest amount of time possible. Yeah. But, like, they put in, like, all this little stuff to, like, sell the bit. And it's just so good. Oh. I would love. I would not be surprised if King Twist like organized a fake family photo just for this day. Oh, a hundred percent, he did. He would have got off the phone <laughs> with Hooker, like when when Snyder showed up, and like immediately booked like this photo session <laughs> with like <laughs> yeah. with like two other con men that he knows. <laughs> <laughs> like the little girl, and it's just like a short forty-year-old, yeah, man. A grizzled con man wearing a wig. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so good um yeah anyway yeah they like out the back door of this office like they usher it like kid twist is playing the um the partner in crime of Callie here and yeah, yeah there's like i'm having the place painted we've got to go somewhere else if we're going to talk about this you shouldn't have brought him here blah 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 and so they usher him out and like kid twist like speaks into the little um what do you call those the the di- intercom intercom that's the one yeah like it's like oh, i'm just going out for a minute darling <laughs> don't <laughs> hold me all my calls and they're like what the fuck? yeah um and yeah that like they get out of there and then the painter guy jj is the painter guy like collects all the incriminating evidence and just walks out of the room with the room yeah. like half painted this like really weird like dark green as well oh it's so funny and so good yeah. i love this little scam it's so clever <laughs> and tidy oh brilliant yeah um yeah oh so yeah breathe is playing over that whole sequence as, as well which makes it like just yeah. smooth as butter it's so good um anyway yeah so they managed to convince uh lonigan and, and keep him on the hook basically here through this meeting yeah which is good um and now we cut to a really weird scene um which all will be revealed later but uh snyder gets picked up by some fbi guys and uh, they're like they tell him that they're trying to catch gondor from the act they've been on his trail for a while and they're tracking him down um and they're gonna all snyder has to do to help out is to get hooker and um use him to blackmail and catch gondor from the act so that they can put him in prison you know yeah pretty standard stuff uh so yes hook is gonna be in some hot water soon uh the next next title card appears the shutout i thought this was like quite a clever sequence as well but like um the plan to like goad lonigan into placing the really large bet by like making the plan go wrong on purpose yeah is really really funny and really clever um and it gets to be our favorite guy, our little Englishman's delaying him and delaying him. Yeah, he's like until just after. Yeah, like lined up at the um, thing, and they time it like perfectly so that yeah. the race starts as soon as he reaches the window, so that he can't like can't place the bet. He thinks he's missed out on it. Um, hmm. And yeah, and then like the it was like a string bet as well, like a really complicated one where he's placing it on like three different horses to get different levels, you know. Like, three yeah. fairly out there bets so they could make, like, a fair bit more money. Um, but, yeah, it, like, goes off, like, at completely as the phone call said it would. And, like, that really, like, goads him into doing the big bet, you know. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, these boys are good at cons. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, he pulls, like, Kelly outside and he's like, all right, I'll have the money for you tomorrow or whatever. And so, well, no, it's, like, in the next couple of days or whatever. But, anyway. Um 
Yeah, we cut back to the diner with Loretta, the waitress here. Yeah. And um, some men show up to, to try and kill Hooker. Um, and they, like, uh, they cleverly trick the assassin here by, like, he, like, walks out intentionally, runs back to the bathroom, and the assassin chases after him, and then trick him into thinking that he's jumped out the window by yeah. by having ladies' shoes, <laughs> of Loretta's <laughs> shoes poking out underneath the stall. He's like, oh, it's just some lady in there, and so he, like, thinks that he's gone out the window. Unfortunately, this, yeah. this, this is a clever idea, but it doesn't work, because Hooker, like, then leaves and, like, <laughs> Immediately. Runs, like runs headlong into this assassin. <laughs> he's like, ah, shit. Yeah. And uh, gets tr- cornered into, like, a little alleyway. Um, and then, yeah, it's like, it's not looking good. But then he's disappeared. He's gone down into the sewer, Garrett. That's, okay, yeah. I wasn't sure where he went. It says, yeah, I think they, they end the shot on, uh, like, a sewer grate. So yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that that is what happens. But, yeah, this assassin then gets shot by an unknown assailant. Well, he's... Yes. Yeah, he's like, he says, oh, Salino. I'm, I'm sorry i wasn't up and then he gets shot it's like oh yeah yeah so selena and it's exactly um when the little pink floyd sample says i am not afraid of dying yeah pretty good oh yeah um yeah i'm pretty uh, worried that uh at this point in the movie i think they're playing it that like selena is the black gloved person who's tailing Hooker, yes you know yeah yeah so yes uh but yeah the poor guy gets shot that, well, I guess he's some other rival assassin, but he gets shot anyway. Um, hmm. uh, but unfortunately, immediately after this, Hooker gets gets caught on, by Snyder. Like, immediately. Yeah, what a night. Oh, it sucks. Um, and they take it, he takes him down to the FBI guys and, like, blackmail him into helping the FBI catch Gondorf by yeah. uh, threatening Luther's family. Very sus. Yeah. They're going to, like kill them or imprison them or something like that it's really yeah they've got enough that if they add it all together yeah they can like pretty much frame them for a bunch of stuff messed up so yeah, yeah. and eventually hooker agrees he's like oh at the sand end of like a great gig he agrees to like play along yes mm. Aww. very sad uh but yeah uh so he's gonna like play his part with the fbi and yeah we cut to money as hooker and gondorf are meeting the night before the sting here and like yeah hooker's obviously is this a different night to the one where he's just avoided being shot and everything uh i feel like it's the same night um yeah, i want to say like he's like just come back from the fbi thing i think and it's like <laughs> it's just like he's like ah oh, shit i've got a rash on my friend mm. um and it's so sweet them like hanging out playing cards while like paul newman's um gondol's like in bed yeah He's like, yeah, yeah like ready, readying for bed and like talking about the good old days in Chicago doing grifts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they're, also, just, they're just mates. Also in this scene, this is where all the, all the ladies are going around on the carousel. <laughs> yeah. As well. And like a really short scene, but maybe like the least family friendly part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. The blood donators would have been like, whoa. whoa. Wowzers, Gareth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is Elbows, what Elbows Blackley gets up to, eh? <laughs> While he's donating blood. This is how he gets his blood to go on a merry-go-round. That didn't work. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, Hooker's, like, distressed. And so he goes to hook up with um, the young waitress lady, Loretta. Because he's, he's fallen in love with her, basically. And he shows up on her doorstep. And apparently all this works. Um yeah not at all creepy and yeah she's like all right i'll let you in and um 
yeah, the, the money ends as we see both the lads. They're unable to sleep the night before the sting. Mm. Yeah, it's just the tail end of that. Going into us and them's chords. Very nice. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, the black the person in black gloves is also going to bed and like has his gloves on in bed, which yeah, is hilarious. <laughs> it's very that cartoony. Slayed me. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. All right, and now we hear Gareth. Here it is. This the sting. It's on screen. The sting. Here we go. Um, morning is here, and Loretta's missing. Um, the whole apartment is in fact empty. Like um, yeah, he, like looks in the closet. There's like no clothes and stuff in there. It's very weird. Um, but anyway, it doesn't let him bo- doesn't bother Hooker. He <laughs> yeah, like goes down to the diner, has a meal. There's like a completely different person working there in the daytime. He's like, oh yeah, okay, she's not here either. Weird. Mm. Um, and yeah, everyone's getting ready. Black gloves man readies a silent pistol that he's gonna use. Um, Lonigan uh, he gets a briefcase delivered to his desk with the four hundred thousand dollars in it um he's ready to place the bet um yeah and everyone starts making their way uh hooker like he tips off the fbi guys about like where to be at the right time on the phone here as well yeah um and then yeah like he, he heads down to the alley this is like quite a complicated scene to describe he like heads down to the alley of the diner like goes out the back door of this place so that he can like avoid suspicion or whatever um mm. uh loretta he sees loretta who starts walking towards him and we see the black gloved man behind him and yeah. we're like oh no and then the black gloved man comes out and shoots loretta dead in the face and yeah. she falls down you're like what the fuck and then he runs over and reveals that loretta was selino she's loretta yes. selino the top assassin sent to kill hooker oh my god and Black Gloves Man was a goodie all along. He was on yeah. um, on Gondorf's side. He had hired him to look after um, Hooker once he found out that like um, uh, what Lonigan's men were after, was after him. You know, so hmm. yeah, he's been like protecting him from the shadows, and that's what has been going on this whole time there. So that's good. Yeah, this made the betrayal cut so much deeper for me. I was like, oh yeah, oh, right. Like this layers sucks. to his friendship. Yeah, yeah, like he's in the cab, like having this explained to him, and like he's only going to like betray him in the very next scene, right? Like, yeah. oh my god. Um, but anyway, yeah. So the the FBI are also on their way to the scene, and they tell Snyder to um, get the mark out of the way as soon as possible when they show up because they're yeah. like um, Lonigan's a fairly high profile dude, and they don't know what the grifters are going to do once they get in there so it's like you've got to get him out of there because it'll be really bad if he's still there because they don't want him caught up at all this yeah yeah and so yeah um any color you like is the is the song that starts playing as soon as the sting begins gareth um oh yes lonigan's he gets this is growing on me this song this is becoming one of my favorites i would say it's the biggest grow of the album i agree yeah it's like yeah it's it's just sort of a sleeper hit in the background. No yeah. one talks about well, it, but except us. <laughs> <laughs> I originally didn't click it was its own song. I thought it was just a vibey outro for us and them. Yeah. Once it clicked, I was like, this is this is great. It's pretty smooth. It's like a really cool instrumentally vibe throughout, you mm. know. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. Um But yes, it's it's here we are. We're we the sting is about to go down, Gareth. <laughs> um everybody's here lonigan shows up to um place his bet uh well well, he gets the call down the phone first and like he says all right place the bet on lucky dan you know yeah that's what he that's what is said down the phone and lonigan's like okay 
so he shows up and is like uh, four four hundred thousand dollars on Lucky Dan to win. And the bookie's like, "What the fuck? We can't accept that kind of money. <laughs> That's crazy." And so he mm. like goes and gets uh, Shaw, who is um, uh, Gondorf. The <laughs> Gondorf as Shaw here shows yeah. up, um, and it's like, "All right, take the bet," because I hate this guy <laughs> basically. <laughs> and yeah, tells him to the accept the bet. Um, this very tense scene as Lonigan's like sitting down to like see that it goes through, you know. And yeah. Kid Twist shows up. As, as the partner in crime of Kelly here, he's like, oh, I couldn't wait. I, I need to know, how are we going? How's the race going? And he's like, ah, oh, I put all the money on Lucky Dan to win. And he's like, what? You put the money to win? I said place. So yeah. Place is to come second, to, to place rather than to win yeah. the race. And so he's like, oh, shit. He's like made the wrong bet and he's going to lose. And so uh he runs over lonigan runs over to the desk and demands his money back he's freaking out and this is when the fbi agents burst in oh yeah and everyone's like oh shit like they throw their hands up in the air um really really scary the the fbi agents walk up to arrest gondorf and they say you're free to go to hooker and hooker's and and hooker's like oh shit like i've I've betrayed my friend he starts to walk away to get out of there and gondorf in a fit of rage he shoots him shoots him in the back and and he goes down and and like in retaliation the fbi agent shoots gondorf and they both go down and they're like oh this i flipped my leg i was like what is happening (laughs) it's wild you're like the movie can't be this way holy shit (laughs) i think knowing as well it was an oscar winner from the 70s made me think like shit maybe this is just how it ends (laughs) right it's pretty crazy um yeah and so uh the fbi agent like shouts at snyder he's like get him out of here get like get Mm. get the guy out of here so like snyder rushes lonigan off the scene who's furious because he's just lost um (laughs) four hundred thousand dollars he assumes that the the bit is is like too far gone now he's just lost that money it's just gone right and so yeah snyder takes takes him away he's like you gotta get out of here it's not safe you could get shot you know um and then bloody it was all part of the scheme yeah hooker gets up it's like got fake blood running out of his mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Lonigan, no, uh, not Lonigan, Gond- Gondorf also gets up there. Yeah, they faked the gunshots. The FBI agents also con men. Yeah. Did you call this, Gareth? I did not. I felt like like some sort of last minute, uh, I'm going to fake set you up for the FBI kind of thing might happen. Yeah. Or like, I'm going to set you up, but here's how we can get out of it. I did not think all of it was a... Was it's all scheme. part of the con, man. That's so good. Ah. The, like the whole, the best part of this thing is that the there's a con going on on screen, and then there's also a con going on on the audience. Like there's a con being played yes. on the audience, which is so smart. Like they have you, they hook you right from the beginning, and then like they get you, <laughs> and it's all revealed yeah. really quickly at the end. <laughs> like, so quickly and so close to the actual end of the movie <laughs> yeah it's wild how fast everything wraps up um i get i guess because they've got to get out of there in case like lonigan figures this out but um yeah anyway yeah lonigan in his mind he doesn't know that he's lost the four hundred thousand or whatever and snyder also thinks that um that hooker is dead so it's mm. like they can't chase him anymore so like it's all folded in perfectly you know it's all part of it yeah it's ingenious such a so such a clever plan and yeah it's like very much like it's all put together 
right in front of you the movie never cheats like it's all all the moving parts are shown to you which is so clever yeah um, but yeah that's why it's such a good second watch as well because you're like yeah they're not messing around with us yeah it's great like all the scenes where you think that like um like he's like hook is gonna betray uh uh what's it betray um oh god gondorf yeah yeah like and, and he's actually not like it's all part of the plan he's already he already knows it's it's so mm. good oh. and like there's nothing oh, there's nothing to it. give away like that he's like he's genuinely actually scared about like all this stuff coming together he's not like freaking out about out about betraying yeah. his friend and all this it's so good just so tidy oh my gosh yeah but yeah that's it like, good work labs yeah they're like uh wrapping everything up they're like take this place apart really quick we gotta get everyone <laughs> yeah. out of here i guess like hooker and um gondorf are gonna go into hiding here um, yeah they're just like i guess hopefully gonna... together yeah because we had a, so- a brief shot of um the carousel being closed up i think for good as well like i think they're moving yeah. to like a new city or something so that they can't be followed um but yeah they wrap everything up and eclipse bloody plays over the credits gareth yeah as soon as the credits start Perfect. on an iris wipe as well yeah yeah we see them walking away together old hookers like ah I, I would only i'd only throw away my share so don't worry about yeah. it yeah and a and a like twist of fate he's learned his lesson i guess it's not like mm. not like a major part of it but he does say that at the end but yeah yeah that's it that's the that's the movie that's that's the sting that's the sting baby it's a really tidy little film i think and mm. yeah pretty fun throughout what what did you think how did it sink let's go okay well we've talked a lot about this movie we've talked a lot of amazing interesting things that happened a lot of like things that captured our imaginations one thing we barely discussed was pink floyd yeah that's true that is very true yeah i don't think the numbers lie i think it is a low sink it is a low sink it's a low it's a low sink It's, it's it's sort of tough in that there's a lot to follow throughout Mm. this movie and so like i wasn't so much trying to catch as many sinks as i was trying to get all the details of the plot down in my notes because holy crap there's this complicated (laughs) movie um yeah but yeah like there there were moments of it lining up like the uh there were some some parts that it sunk but uh Mm. like and the fact that it ends on like three complete plays is pretty nice too um yeah yeah i always enjoy that always like that so that's not like a complete failing grade i would say it's like we're yeah. talking like mm, what are, i want to give it the same grade that we gave legend of the sword like three or four was that or oh don't quiz me on this okay i, no I want to i, I want to give it a three regardless of previous ratings gareth yeah yeah <laughs> that's bad i've already forgotten like two shows ago. hey man don't worry about it um yeah so yeah i reckon a three is feeling good about that yeah cool what are, yeah. what are we up to next week? Yeah, I thought we were going to sink. Ooh. What are we going to do? Tell me, tell me. Well, okay. So this was this was our most like respected film I think we've covered, you know. It was an Oscar winner. Yeah, best picture. It was in 1973. Yeah. So I think it's only right that we go to a film that's incredibly unrespected. Makes sense. To the point where this film might actually be illegal. What? A crit- yeah. <laughs> an illegal film? Gareth, are yeah. we going to get in trouble for this podcast? I mean, probably. Okay. But, you know, that's why we've covered it with all like, how anti- anti-cons we are this week. Okay, yes. Um, we're, we're complete narcs. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> so this is another film from 1973. Oh, wow. Okay. It also features 
two of the biggest stars teaming up against another um, big star. Uh, this film is called Three Dev Adam. Have you heard of it? I have not heard of that. Okay. What it, can... Liter- literally, it translates into Three Big Men. Okay. And it is um, El Santo, the legendary wrestler. Wow, yeah. Teams up with an off-brand version of Captain America. What? <laughs> to take down the villainous Spider-Man. Oh, that yeah. sounds incredible. It's, I'm so excited. It's a Turkish film. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, Spider-Man looks nothing like Spider-Man. and has no spider abilities. But Great. Other than that. El Spidro Gigante. It's great, good stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited for that. Next Me week. Me too. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Until then, Gareth. Until oh, then. Oh, gosh. Until then, um, I've been Gareth Blackwell. Yes, and I've been James Barron. And hey, guess where we're going to see you? We'll see you on the dark side of the moon. On the dark side of the moon. Oh, I really wanted to answer your question. <laughs> like, hey, guess where I'm going to see you and just start singing. <laughs> I really wanted to cut you off. <laughs> Goodbye.